Welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a like, a comment, wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Anthony Totry, joined on this fabulous Friday by Sean DePaz. Sean, how you doing on Friday Fun Day? Lovely. Uh, better. I'm I've recovered from the loss a little bit yesterday, so I'm, I'm feeling better than I was last night, that's for sure. It's our last show without Shane. Uh, Sad, sad day. He could have <laughs> Shane, stayed in New Orleans for a little longer. Shane does return to the mix uh, tomorrow. He does get back to Arizona today. Yeah. But he's missing out on a great, great interview that we've got planned for you guys. like to introduce and welcome in Ja'Cory Jacobs now, the father of ASU commit Javen Jacobs. Ja'Cory, thanks so much for joining us to talk a little bit about the, the recruiting process and just kind of your family's decision in general. Absolutely. Hello, gentlemen. Welcome to Friday, TGIF, right? right? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Love it, love it, love it. What have just the last couple of days been like for you and your family since Javen committed to ASU? You know, it's been great. Um, just the overwhelming response of the local, you know, fan base and, and ASU supporters, um, you know, get, getting the guy to, 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 to stay home and, and the reaction that we've received um, has just been just a blessing. And, um, you know, you know, we're just so grateful that uh, as a family, he's in this position uh, to be able to to join the Sun Devils football team and, and pursue his academic and, and athletic career here at home. So, so what was that recruiting process like? Did was and how did he come to that decision? Was ASU kind of always where he was was thinking your family was thinking or or was were you open minded through the whole process and ASU kind of just wooed you like that? Well, you know, to be, you know, to be honest with you, I mean, um, ASU was was the first uh, university, um, to, to show Javen that, uh, he was worthy to play at the PAC 12 level. And, um, so that's always hit home. You know, mom is an alumni. Uh, you know, we grew up here, uh, we're natives of Arizona, um, you know, uh, from South Phoenix and then eventually migrated East out to Gilbert. So, you know, it's, it's, it's been in our blood. Um, you know, unfortunately, you know, you know, we had, uh, some of the things that, you know, came down in, in this COVID process that slowed his recruiting down, but ASU was always there, Coach Aguano. Um, and then when Coach Wade took over in the wide receiver room, you know, keeping in contact with Javen, uh, meant a lot. And, uh, as he continued to look through his options and, and consider, you know, everything that was uh, being presented to him, um, he's always had ASU in the back of his mind and as a hometown. So. Definitely. Javen is uh, just a freak athlete, to, to be honest. Like he, what he does on the field is so special. Uh, something that he can do at so many different positions. Has there been any sort of like decision yet or just conversation about where he might fit in at ASU? You know, uh, I think I think more or less, uh, you know, I haven't had any conversations with any of the coaching staff. But but what Javen has told me is that, uh, you know, they, they like what he can do in, in, in the offensive room, uh, whether it's that wide receiver and in the inside as an inside receiver, uh, special teams, obviously being able to be a football player in space. Um, and then doing some things dynamically out of the backfield is, is what he's been told. Um, and I know he's, you know, he's he's ready to, to hit all three of those spots and, and contribute um, just through his hard work and, and dedication. I feel like he'll be able to to execute on all three of those. So in terms of like the actual recruiting process, um, what were the conversations that you had with the coaching staff? Um, what was that like? Kind of what were if you can key us in into any of the actual any of the things they said to you, their their, their pitch, if you will. Um, what, what exactly was it that convinced you that ASU was the spot? You know, I, I think more or less it was, you know, just, just the honesty, um, you know, obviously everything that's happening in and around the, the university, um, that, that doesn't shy away, you know, Javen didn't shy away from that. And as a family, we look at pre and post, you know, and I think more importantly, you know, it's, it's post for us, you know, I mean, he's, uh, whatever happened in the past happened in the past and, and Javen kept an open mind. You know, and one thing as a family, me and his mother, um, as, as well as, you know, uh, our close family members, even his older brother, we always talked about we got to be able to control what we can control. And uh, ultimately, we wanted him to be happy. Um, one thing I'll, I'll tell you, tell, tell the listeners and everything uh, that, that Javen, once he's happy, you get every fiber of him, you know, and um, he, he stands and delivers. And uh, that, that's what really drove to, to make sure that we made the right decision. Um, and that he was comfortable with what his decision was as he was going throughout the recruiting process. Um, the relationships that he built were very strong. Um, so, you know, one of the things that I've always talked to him about is that you got to be able to have the difficult conversations and take the good with the bad. And, 
And, um, you know, when, as he started to dwindle down and making his option, uh, you know, looking at his options, um, you know, he had to have some of those difficult conversations with coaches that he built relationships with and um, let them know that he was making a, a decision and and it was not going to be attending that, their university. So, um, you know, th those are all the trials and tribulations of recruiting. It's more of a roller coaster than a journey. Right. Um, you know, there's a lot of highs and lows. Um, there's a lot of sleepless nights. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of tears that, you know, may be shed, you know, just being honest and real, you know, I mean, and, and as you think about things as they come and go and you hear the different messaging and you're not sure what's true, um, you got to try to, you know, decipher the, the, the message behind what the coaches are sharing. Um, you know, I had very little interaction with the coaches. I, I really allowed Javen to to, uh, you know, have the dialogue. Um, occasionally they wanted to talk to mom and dad. And, and we did. You know, we got on the phone or FaceTime or Zoom, um, but we really wanted him to be ingrained in the process because, again, it's his choice. Um, he's the one who's got to put the uniform on and he's the one that's got to go to class. And so, you know, it's important. It was important for us to make sure that uh, he had the, the the grown man conversations with with these coaches and ask those tough questions. And, uh, you know, ultimately, it, again, it came back to the, the strong dialogue he had with Coach Wade, Coach Aguano and Coach Herm at the end of the day. Um, and it came all the way down to the wire. I mean, it was, you know, mid-January mid before he actually made a decision. Yeah, you mentioned the process being almost like a roller coaster as opposed to a journey. Now that that roller coaster of recruiting is over, what is it like to just sit back and know that your son isn't going to be too far away from you guys? Yeah, that, that's that's huge, right? Because uh, I've got an older son at, at Sac State University. And, uh, you know, mom and I split time trying to, to see him and, and make sure we get there to support him in, in his uh, football career. Um, and, and to have Javen home, you know, just lo logistically, it just it, it, it works. It makes it makes all of us happy. Uh, we've got a big family. As I mentioned, we're here from, uh, you know, natives of Arizona. Uh, my wife grew up in Tempe, uh, literally on campus, about uh, five minutes away from from Sun Devil Stadium. Uh, so, you know, me being from from Phoenix, it just, uh, you know, the whole entire family on both sides can come out, family, friends. Um, and, and then not only that, we get to rejoin our, our Sun Devil families that uh, are from Saguaro and, and, and really, you know, talk a little bit about, you know, tailgating and being part of that, that, uh, that brotherhood that Saguaro brings and, and um, you know, the, the family culture that, you know, Coach Mons has created there. We get to continue that. And it, and it happens at, at Sun Devil Stadium. So it's just a blessing for him to be able to, to do that and, and uh, play here and go to school here and um, watch him grow in, in his, into his career. So you mentioned kind of the Saguaro and that that family you have there. I mean, I'm assuming we're going to be able to expect some some tailgates and stuff like that. What is it meant to to have that kind of that connection? You obviously have like the Sowell brothers that have gone from Saguaro to to ASU. Kind of having that, I don't want to say pipeline, but a connection from that high school uh, to ASU. What is that connection and knowing people that have been there? What has that been like? It's uh, it's been it's been fantastic. You know, we've uh, you know stayed in contact even throughout the recruiting process. You know, and um, um, they they've always been supportive. Uh, you know, the Soli brothers and 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 uh, Will have always been very supportive of, of like, hey, just showing love to Javen and making sure that he knew, hey, this this is a good spot. Here's what we can do. We're building something big. Um, and, and it's just that culture, you know, that that winning culture and and the work ethic that that comes with that brotherhood of being a world saber cat is uh, is always refreshing. So, you know, Javen's looking to, to jump right in and, and continue that tradition. Of course, Coach Coach Mons has obviously been through this um, and guided players throughout his time, not only the Soli brothers, but look at like Denzel Burke at Ohio State or Keely Ringo now at Georgia. Is there a little bit of friendly competition? Now you you've got that pipeline, you've got that competition, but now Javen's like, okay, we're we're all wearing diff different helmets now. Like, there, there's got to be a little bit um, of a, a want to beat those guys now. Yeah, and and I think what it does is it creates that you know that 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 brotherhood of continuing and and and, and making sure that you're ready for for the moment. You know, the opportunity that uh, you, you whatever you get um, and, and you've earned. Uh, just making sure that you're ready to go, and I think that's what you're seeing consistently coming out of that pro, coming out of the world program is, is you know, young men that are prepared for the next level and that can come out and make plays and and contribute where they're asked to contribute at. So you know, um, competition, oh, absolutely, it's there, um, but it's never you know to one up each other. It's more or less to say, you know what, that's what that's what we're expected to do when we come from this program. So 
um, you know, and, and making sure that uh, you're doing all the right things on and off the field. Has, has it hit you that your son is playing Division One football in a Power Five conference? You're going to see him prime time on Saturdays every now and again, like playing against these these schools that you see all the time. Is that really set in for you? Is it still kind of feel like it's it's a movie almost? Yeah, it's a little surreal. Um, you know, I'm gonna be honest; it hasn't hit it hasn't set in yet. Um, you know, but I think once that maroon and gold is 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 on is strapped on and and he's actually running out of the tunnel, um, I think I think that's when when you know mom and dad, or at least for me, uh, it, it will sink in and 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 you know, have to pinch yourself and say we here, you know, and and here we go. He belongs. Let's let's get it. Was there ever a, a part of the the culture at ASU that maybe intrigued you as a family, um, not just with like the collegiate level, but the potential to go to the league after that. They've got so many NFL connections with Herm, now Brian Billick, Marvin Lewis, a lot of those guys. Was that ever a part of the conversation that maybe you had with Javen of like, okay, this goes beyond just college at this point? Yeah, you know, I mean, obviously the goal is, is, is you know, every athlete wants to make it to the highest, you know, level of, of, of achievement that they possibly can. And, you know, and I, and I've always told Javen and, and both of my boys really, but you know, it's, Hey, listen, you got to be the best version of you at the level that you are. You got to be the best damn player on the field. Right. So um, whether the, you know, the NFL comes and, and he's able to do that in, you know, three to four years. Uh, great. Fantastic. God, God has a plan for him. Right. And um you know, as, as, as that being said, most importantly for, for me and mom is the, you know, that education. And that's what really, you know, when you think about all of the decision-making pieces that go into picking a school, um, being a research institution, um, the Herberger uh, Architect School of Architect is what he's going to be majoring in. Um, he loves to draw. I said, do things that, that aren't considered work because that's when you know you're having fun. Um, and, and, and studying, um, you know, architecture at a, at a research institution like ASU, that, that's a win, right? So um, that, that to me is, is, is first and foremost, um, because football has an expiration date. And I, I told both of my boys that at some point, you're not going to be able to put the cleats on. So you better have something else to fall back on. And uh, ASU does that academically. And then you look at what the NFL or, or the connections that you just talked about, that is just that that's even better. Right. It gives you a chance to shine, uh, work, work with your teammates, be a team player and uh, good things will happen. You know, just got to be ready for those moments and, and be ready to contribute. Do you have a message either on your behalf or, or Javen's behalf for the Sun Devil fan base for ASU? What, what should fans be expecting? Why should they get excited? Well, you, you, you know, you're getting a young man that loves football, right? There's a difference between liking football and loving football. Um, ever since he was a little boy, um, he's he's been throwing the pitchfork up. Um, you know, we've been to spring games. You know, he's followed DJ Foster as, as, as an icon. He's followed Christian Kirk. You know, he's following uh, Byron Murphy. I mean, these are all guys that have led the way, right? But, you know, Javen has a different mentality. Um, and then he's really embraced his style and what he wants to do. And he's got plans. And I won't tell him you know, all of the players. Right. But, you know, he's he's got goals. And um, that that's what probably makes me and mom the most proud of this is that, you know, he's a he's a young man who, who goes after what he believes in and, he, and he's got all the confidence in himself. Um, and as he builds his builds his trust with his teammates, I think they'll see that as well. So, you know, the message would be, you know, stay tuned. Um, he's a hard worker, got great work ethic. Um, and, uh, you know, he, he, he wants to be the best and, and make sure that ASU is, is on top. So that's, that's the win. Love to hear it. The last question that we've got for you is, was, was there ever a moment for you, whether it be recently or when Javen was growing up, that you knew in your head or that, that you thought, okay, like, he's got potential now. Like, this is, it's no longer just Pop Warner football or it's no longer, you know, high school football. Like, he's got the potential to actually take this to the next level. Yeah, I would say it was his, his sophomore year. Um, you know, he he uh, really showed that, you know, coming out of his freshman year and, and being able to, you know, make the varsity team as well as a freshman and and just to see his work ethic and see his grind and his commitment to the craft and then to see what he does when no one's looking. Um, that that to me showed me that, OK, you, you're willing to do things in the dark. Um, so that way you can, you know, eventually have a chance to, to shine in, in the light. And, uh, you know, that, 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 that alone, I didn't have to wake him up 
and say, hey, you know, you're going to work out today. You know, you, it's the off season. He know he knew right away and he knows what it takes to, to play. And he, he wanted to come back his sophomore year and be a starter, whether it was on offense or defense. And um, just that, just that alone, you know, that transition, because that that told me, OK, this is different. This, this kid is special. Um, but I got to be there to guide him. Mom and I got to be there to guide him and make sure that he's doing all the right things. And, and, and he embraced it and has never looked back. You know, and, and we saw glimpses of that when he was a young man. Uh, you know, there would be times where I'd be getting up to go work out before, you know, my shift at work. And uh, it's 530 in the morning. and He's at the bottom of the stairs. Dad, can I go with you? You know, so, you know, there, there was these moments of, of time where I'm like, OK, man, you know, I, this this is this is special. You know, it's unique. And uh, you don't get that a lot from a lot of young men who are just knowing what they want at a very young age and, and they go after it and, and build their craft. Yeah, most definitely. I know we're looking forward to seeing Javen oh, sure. on the field here uh, in the fall. But thank you so much for joining us today and just kind of bringing us into what it was like for you as a parent uh, to have such a talented son now getting ready to play football at Arizona State. Hey, my pleasure. Thank you, gentlemen. I'm looking, looking forward to it. A great season. Forks up. Yes, sir. Up. Have, a, have good a good one. All right, you too. Sean, so just just off the rip there, off of what Ja'Cory had to say, what is your big takeaway from that? I mean, it's it's hard not to get excited for yeah. for someone that is. Anytime you get a, like a hometown hero, someone that that's that grew up grew up a Sun Devil fan. I mean, he said he was. He said Javen's been throwing up the forks up since he was a little kid. Yeah. Whenever you get someone like that, and especially someone that's as talented and as athletic as Javen, you you have to get excited. Um, so to know that they kind of bleed that maroon and gold is is a very nice, very nice feeling, especially in this age where people are are, are transferring at will and then going all over the place. Like it's it's exciting to see someone want to stay home especially when it, the program's going through everything it's going through. Yeah, and you, I mean, you mentioned what the program's going through. I think you learn a lot about the recruits yeah. that are committed and that are staying committed to ASU. Like, they're committed to the place. 100%. Um, and I think that's, in, in all of what's going on with the NCAA investigation, the recruiting stuff, like, I think that's that's a positive takeaway of, like, look, the guys that are coming are coming, and they are committed to being Sun Devils. Yeah. Um, so to hear Ja'Cory just talk a little bit about the investigation and you know that was something that was on their mind for a quick minute but like it wasn't going to be the make or break decision for 100%, them yeah kind of been talking about that that post and and pre thing like all of that's in the past it's the program obviously wants to kind of move forward and, yeah. and to see that they're still the program's still capable of getting people like this, um, getting young men like, like this um, and having them get excited for it. It's not like this. Is, this isn't a kid that is was lucky to get a D1 offer. No, he's ha he had a, a bunch of other D1 offers. So um, to, to have someone like this still choose ASU is, is a very reassuring feeling, especially when everything is kind of up in the air. Yeah. Son of a fan should definitely be excited because he is a. He's a freak athlete. Yeah, he is. Like pure, pure genetics. Uh, th this guy can fly. Now, again, we we asked Corey a little bit about for for you guys just tuning in whether or not there's been a conversation of where exactly he's going to line up. Um, Corey says they like him on the offensive side of the yeah. ball. Guy that scored, I believe, more than 15 touchdowns just last season. Yeah. Uh, it'll be you also mentioned special teams so it'll be really exciting like you said to see an athlete like that kind of in the open space see him maybe return some kicks or some punts um that that i think will be really exciting um because that, those are the kind of plays that you change a game you get yeah. a, a big a big return of some sort and it's explosive it changes the momentum it gets the crowd involved so i just think it's never it's not it obviously never hurts to have an explosive athlete like this uh -huh. so it's um exciting it's very exciting. Oh, yeah. Excited to be uh, getting ready to watch Javen in the fall. Excited for spring football yes, to start just around the quarter. Uh, also very excited for the Super Bowl. Yes, I am. That is all just around the corner. It's a moment that we've all been waiting for since September, and it's finally here. In honor of the big game, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56, is giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. If you're not a new customer, you can experience Super Bowl 56 with same game parlays, my personal favorite. Yep. And that's where you combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. 
The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. I'm no, I, I know I'm going to have some same-game parlays for the Super Bowl. Do you, do you have a pick that you like love right off the bat, whether it's like a prop or just like a regular game? Taking a, taking a play out of, out of the Shane Diefenbach book, um, whatever OBJ's yards are, over. taking the over. Really? Uh, I love OBJ. Um, I think, you know, it's, the Bengals' offense is clearly their strength. Um, Eli Apple is terrible. He's garbage. And so it's whether trash. it's whether he's guarding Cooper Cup or, or God, Jesus, Cooper that. Cup is going for 300 receiving yards and four touchdowns. It's going to be a borderline snuff film. Um, <laughs> but whether it's 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 Cup or OBJ, I think there's a potential for those receivers to kind of run all over this this yeah. Bengals secondary. So I like I like that prop a lot. Throw that in with maybe uh, I still I honestly still haven't decided who I think is going to win. So I think I, I like the Bengals plus four. My my Hail Mary bet is I'm taking Aaron Donald to be the Super Bowl MVP. Ooh. Plus two thousand odds. Ooh. I mean a couple sacks and that's not that's not too far. We saw touch. Von Miller do it a couple seasons yeah. ago, and we know how bad this Bengals offensive line is. That is a very a very good point. So I, I maybe think maybe Von Miller can repeat. If if you're going if you're going for for some Hail Mary DraftKings bets, that's the one I'm going for. Yeah. But hey, if you're a new customer. Not only should you bet that, in my personal opinion, but if you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, remember to use promo code PHNX and get those 56 to 1 odds on either team. Again, just just $5, and you're going to get 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code PHNX at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56, 21 plus in Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Sean, I want to continue on the route of ASU football. Yes, sir. We saw a video of Herm today in the weight room. If you want to put that up there real quick. It was, they were squatting today. They were squatting today. Um, and Herm helping pick up the weight room. Again, strength and conditioning coaching. This isn't the first time that Herm has helped out. And, you know, like, Speaking with her, knowing her as a coach, I, I'm not surprised that yeah. this is something that he's doing. But what the the biggest thing is, we heard rumors last night. There were rumors last night that today might be the day. Mm. That today could be the day that the Herm train officially goes off the rails one last time. That wasn't the case. Reports this morning confirming that there was a meeting between Ray Herm and the team yesterday, yeah. so Thursday, um, and again, kind of re-implementing the idea that Herm's the guy. Yeah. So he's, you want to talk pre and post, like he is the pre, he is the post currently of this whole investigation thing. Uh, So to see that video as this stuff kind of is coming out, what is just your initial thoughts on, you know, Herm still being out there, still around the team during such uh, a, a time with so much friction, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's tough because, I mean, I've talked about it before. Herm is ultimately responsible for anything that's happened. So I I have said that I feel like it was kind of time for the program to move forward. That being said, given how difficult of a recruiting period this was, I don't think getting rid of Herm right now helps the program in the immediate future because I think it would only only speed up the, the, the... I think we would just see more people transfer. Like the think? the pleading the bleeding of the program would just continue. I think because ultimately, if if your head coach, if there's really no one there that was responsible for recruiting you, um, I, it yeah. wouldn't surprise me to see people uh, to see people want to leave the program. So I think this might serve as a little bit of a band aid in that sense. Um, but this, I think, only reinforces the idea that this is really a, a make it break it year for Herm. Like. He's got to show something. He's got to show at least improvement potential because, like I said, I don't think – I don't think this is – I don't think this is like last year where we can have somewhat of an expectation that they're going to compete for the Pac-12 South, compete for a Pac-12 championship. Um, but, I mean, they still need to handle business against a, a rapidly improving U of A team. Um, USC owns the Pac-12. USC is going to be scary. Um, it's hard to believe that they're not – 
going to win the Pac-12 South and probably the Pac-12. Or, well, I don't know how Oregon's going to be, but it, the Pac-12 South at least seems like it's going to run through uh, the Coliseum. But yeah. it's it's I don't know. I have mixed feelings. So uh, so I'll ask you this: What does Herm have to do this season to keep his job? Win the games he's supposed to win. I mean, I know that's a pretty straightforward, like a pretty simple answer, but like I think you saw on a couple of occasions last year where every every time that they had an opportunity to prove that they were that they were ready to compete for a Pac-12 championship and and ready to compete for maybe a New Year's Six Bowl, they they missed that opportunity. Um, and so I think anytime he has an opportunity, especially on a national stage, to prove that they are legitimate, they need to do that. Um, I think they need to at least compete against USC. They can't lose to teams like like the loss to BYU, tough stuff like that. Um, they obviously have a massive test against Oklahoma State early, early in the season. Um, if they could somehow pull off an upset there or at least make that game competitive, um, I think that would all all be big. They just need to show recruits that, like, listen, we uh, we had this all, all this investigation stuff. Um, we had some big names leave the program, but we're still ready to compete and still ready to win on any given Saturday, and that's all I think you can really ask for from him. So I just want to see him continue to grow the program and not take a massive step forward like it seems like they're kind of set up to do. They need to open the season with a 60-point victory over NAU. Oh, yeah. If they, if that game against NAU is even close, it's going to be a, the beginning of the end, I think. Yeah, they need they, to dominate from start to finish. Yeah, I don't think there should be any. I think this is a year, and Herm seems like a really good guy, so it doesn't seem like the kind of guy that would do this, but this needs to be the kind of year where they're at no point taking the foot off the gas. You're like, running up the score. Embarrassing. Teams. You're running up the Absolutely. score. Absolutely. I 100% agree. Um, and I have to imagine, like, someone that gets kind of lost in all of this is is Jaden. Like, he – yeah, I think he has a lot to prove, too. His villain arc, man. We're, we're, yeah. <laughs> this is the year for the, the villain arc of Jaden Daniels because he's heard the noise. Yeah. He's gone through this Revenge whole offseason of, you know, investigation, losing offensive coordinators, losing coaches across the, the board. Is Herm coming back? Is he not? Yeah. The state of the program – Yet he's still here. Yeah, not to mention the whole Spencer Rattler, the, all that, all that noise of people wanting Spencer Rattler to come in. So he has a, a lot to prove, and he stuck with it to his credit. Like I mentioned, in, a, in an era where everybody's leaving at the yeah, first sign of trouble, he could have. Which I like again. I don't want it to sound like I, I respect those decisions that that players make. I think they should have that right to leave. But it is obviously a different era of college football. People are leaving at will, and so the fact, and he definitely could have, and I don't think anyone really would have blamed him, especially with the Spencer Rattler stuff. Um, and so. Um, the fact that he's stuck with it and he's stuck with um, ASU and uh, he definitely has a lot to prove. So I'd love to see a little bit, like I said, of a revenge tour this year. Ooh, I'm here for that. Jayden ASU's revenge tour. revenge tour. Make that a t-shirt. I'm not opposed. Jaden um, concert, concert uh, t-shirt. With Herm, like running the DJ yeah. in the back. We're coming up with some great shirt ideas, guys. <laughs> let us know. Yeah. Let us know on social media or in the comments or whatever. Uh, what you want to see on some ASU shirts because we definitely need to to get some more of those out. 100%. Um, one last thing about ASU is still got that open DC position. Yeah. Now that Antonio Pierce is gone, um, who is your dream pick? You could pick any available coach for your defensive coordinator position at Arizona State. Who's your guy and why? Yeah, I mean, I've hinted on to this on previous shows. I mean, I hinted at him potentially taking the head coaching job if Herm left. But I mean, Brian Flores would be amazing. I think I'm here for it. I think he was he. I think he proved last year that he was a worthy NFL coach. Yeah, and he kind of got screwed over. Clearly, got screwed over by the system. Um, but I think that would just be in ter- not even. In, I mean, of course, in terms of what he brings as an actual coach, but in terms of. It, the where the pitch to recruits, I mean, I feel like that would just be that'd be it, a it, sheesh it, moment. Yeah, of course, yeah, it's just it would be incredible to have. Uh, imagine Brian Flores coming into your 18 year old's living room and being like, I want you to play on my defense, like that. That seems like a fucking amazing pitch. Yeah. So, Beeflo at running our defense would be sensational. Well, because you you figure now, right? Like the guys going into these recruits' homes, Herm Edwards. Uh, Ryan Billick, Marvin Lewis, all very prominent guys yeah. in the NFL, like NFL legends. But the kids that they're pitching to don't know who they. Yeah, yeah. Like they didn't. They didn't know these guys. They may have seen the Herm clip of like you play to win the game. I mean, like, an eighteen-year-old was born when Brian Billick won a Super Bowl. Yeah, he like, was born that year. <laughs> yeah, like th- these aren't guys that like are they're super familiar with at this point, yeah. right? Like if 
if ASU was able to get like a Chad Ochocinco in their wide receiver room or something totally like guys yeah. like know that or Ryan Clark yeah. pull him from ESPN like those would be interesting I like I really like the Brian Flores pick I don't know if it'll happen just because I don't know if he will come down to that level. Yeah, and um, he, has, he has a lot going on right now. <laughs> but yeah, he, I mean, with that, I don't think he's getting an NFL job anytime soon. No, yeah. So that's probably the one thing that could lure him here. Yeah. Uh, my pick is mainly because I couldn't also pick <laughs> Flores, is Matt Patricia, the former Detroit Lions head coach a couple years ago. Didn't have great success in Detroit. No. But success for many 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 seasons under bill belichick um we talked a little bit about the whole jed fish situation at u of a you know a down year but like they're they were able to bring guys in right like you want to win patricia has won and he has lost like he knows what needs to change and clearly he's thrived at a dc position yeah um he's got the belichick way and if you want you know, you've got the fun-loving guys like Herm and Marvin Lewis. If you also want to get a little bit of that toughness in there, pencil behind the ear type. Are dude. you kidding me? Like yeah. that's the guy. Yeah, no, and I think I think he would do it in a very similar way to Brian Flores. I think another guy that I was thinking of is is Vic Fangio. Like any of these guys that have proven that they can get, especially on the defensive side of the ball, get guys to yeah. play for them and get guys to really want to win for and their have coach. successful defense. Yeah, ex- exactly. I think would be. I think that's kind of what they do because, like, if Herm's sticking around, he needs to find a way to still make this a a, a new era, like a yeah. a, a pre and post. Um, that we're Antonio Pierce, I guess so, but like a pre and post Antonio Pierce, Zach Hill era. Like, yeah. if he's gonna stick here, he needs to separate these two eras of of his tenure. Um, and I think bringing in names like that is kind of. I don't think that's where they're gonna go. I think, like I mentioned on a previous show, they're either gonna promote from within, um, Chris Claiborne type deal or or go get somebody kind of like they did on that with the offensive coordinator yeah someone that has has legitimate experience but is not a household name necessarily yeah um but we'll see i don't know I, maybe that was ultimately the downfall especially with antonio pierce people knew who antonio pierce was yeah um i liked antonio pierce so, i know i did too he was a good coach I clearly he again allegedly um just crossed some lines that he shouldn't have crossed yeah um and we can't sit here and be like he didn't know yeah no yeah you're the recruiting coordinator you're the defensive coordinator you know what you're doing um but hey if if uh if brian flores or matt patricia become the dc or even vic vangio i'm here for a vic vangio yeah like he's a good defensive coach like he fits the age group of the coaches at this honestly, point like that's the one that one downfall with patricia and, and flora is they're a little too young they are a little hey but i'm here for that maybe we could put some some asu shirts with those guys yeah on them i'm here for it but get them on the pod oh ron flores i know you're watching join us hop on join we us. have a seat right here you can we can kick out shane come into the studio imagine and we we're ignoring the fact that we have a four seat studio over there we're uh, just kick it apparently we're just kicking shane out Shane, when when you listen to this, uh, I just want to hundred like <laughs> Shane's on a plane right now. Hundred percent want you to know that this is all driven by Sean. <laughs> um, Sean is here for your, I guess, execution from the show. It's uh, just there can only be one person with SD initials. Oh my God, you do both have SD initials. Yeah, and PD from the PHNX Coyotes pod always mixes us up. And so now I need to find a nickname. You guys Shane look nothing alike. No, I know, but it's the Shane Sean thing. PD PD just can't get it straight. So he wants to come up. He wants a nickname for me. Um, follow me on Twitter and tell me what my nickname should be. I'm here for it. Uh, I still like Walmart Devin Booker. I like. Well, Espo said he was going to start calling me AKA because of my daily sports reports. Follow PHNX underscore sports and check those out in any, uh, three times a week. But um, <laughs> I like AKA. Maybe just shorten it to AK. Fucking get the chopper. The chopper. Yeah. Wow. Well, <laughs> if you want to catch all of his phenomenal content and just all the great content that we have at PHNX, become a PHNX member. Unlock a world of Arizona sports coverage you never imagined possible. Head to gophnx.com today and become a member of the family, and you'll either get a free T-shirt from the PHNX Locker or your first month for just 50 cents just for signing up. We've got still a great deal. Unless this hasn't been updated, we've still got 20% off Sun shirts for members. Yep. By far the best shirts. You, I know you rant and rave every single day about how comfortable they are. They are the most comfortable shirts I own. And Shane constantly says that they make you look swole. And I didn't believe him. And then one time I put it on and looked at myself in the mirror and my chest looked nice. 
your chest <laughs> my chest look nice if you want your chest to look nice go get a ph and xt shirt yeah baby maybe grab a sticker pack only five dollars those sticker pack i need to get some i need to get a new laptop nice. but that's a different conversation <laughs> this is yeah, i don't know how i confuse your laptop with mine before the show Dude, i had this in high school this Damn. is this is a dinosaur i mean i would probably still have my high school laptop if i didn't spill water on it the first week of grad school but that's Ooh. a whole other story wow well if, if you want to laugh and you want to have a great chest Go become a PHNX member. Uh, head to the gophnx.com today. Become a member of the family. You'll get either a free t-shirt from the PHNX locker or, again, your first month for just 50 cents just for signing up. It's time to... <laughs> LCC, are you listening to us in the shower? Oh, this sounds great in the shower. I know we're making you laugh. I don't know how to feel about listening to us in the shower. I'll take a listen. I'll, I mean, I'll take a listen. <laughs> yeah, listen to us wherever you want. Listen to us in a casket. In the shower, in the closet, wherever you want. Uh, I just appreciate the listens, but give me the strangest, quick, strangest place you can possibly think of to listen to the PHNX Sunnable show. Grandmother's funeral. Wow, that's so dark. Well, I mean, you want the strangest place? It's that's that's the that's the first place you go. Grandma's funeral. Yes, listening to listening to us at a funeral would would be weird. I think you should focus on your family and then listen to us after the funeral. Hmm. Make you feel better. Interesting. I'm going. An Eskimo's igloo after going to Chipotle. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's definitely stranger than grandma's funeral. Okay, but I mean, if you want to get real strange, you could be like after going to Burger King, because who the fuck eats at Burger King? That's true, too. You just made it way worse by yeah. taking Burger King. Who likes Burger King? I can't answer that. I don't know. Listen, we're getting <laughs> so off topic, but... That, that that's almost perfect segue into our internet review yes we've got some great stuff i don't know what i know some of the videos i don't know what we've got as far as order so sean i will let you uh you kick off our lovely internet review of some funny videos that have scoured the internet well obviously i'm gonna start with the best one with the hottest actor god like the grapes that thrive on the vine <laughs> what is he doing? Like, what did you, what did they do to you, Sean? Blame Michaela Perkins. She did this. Um, but oh no, great content. Follow us at phnx underscore sports on TikTok if you want to get more of that. Totri's just salty because I have blown his TikTok out of the water. Okay, okay, let's not. You blew my most recent one. Yeah, I, I the blew water. the one with your face in it. Yes, yeah, the other one doesn't okay, have your face. Okay, in it. okay, okay. But the one that didn't have my face in the it. one that the one that people couldn't realize it was toe tree. <laughs> yes, that one. That one you blew me listen, out of the water. Listen, I am coming for the next TikTok. I will own. Okay. Okay. I will own. Sure. Um, at the latest count, toe tree's TikTok has two thousand six hundred and twenty-six. That's very satisfying. It's two six two six. You're welcome. Views. I have 5,634. Okay, what about uh, my other one? That has more than I can count to. It has 204.2,000 or 240.2,000. But again, Totri's face isn't in it. It's only popular because Kyler and Cliff are in it. No, so. no. It's my mouth and my eyes. Regardless, neither. Is that the most popular TikTok we have? No, Leah's is still the most popular. Leah has almost 300,000 views. Um and I'm going to give credit to that one for being in front of SoFi and not Leah because so pretty I, much you're the best. I yes, no, duh, he's not. Next video, please. <laughs> All right. That's how I imagine Totri just looks at himself in the mirror before he takes a shower. He's just. <laughs> My bare ass? Yes, just shredding his stuff, <laughs> making himself feel good about himself. Listen, I came across that TikTok and that trend <laughs> where people are using their fingers as like their butt. I, I don't know why. It's just my humor. I found that to be funny as hell. See, my fingers aren't thick like that, so it I'm pretty match. sure my butt looks better. My actual butt looks better than my fingers, fingers yeah. as a butt. Because like he has like thick fingers. So Can we play like, it again? He looked like he had a but fatty. Let's see if it... <laughs> My God. For the record, I have this this video, this clip titled Thickem. Thickem. Um, 
but yeah, no, I feel like I I could just I look better. My actual butt looks better than my fingers. Nice, nice. Not that you get to see that. You got to pay for that. Listen, oh yeah, that's not that's not <laughs> a part of the PHNX membership. <laughs> um, no, that for for the people listening at home, it's literally so. It's Preacher Larson, the the comedian. Like, you can only see his torso and his head, and he's using his fingers in like a chopped off video to like dance to the song. It looks like his. his it looks like his butt. butt. Yeah. yeah, it's. I'm here for the trend. That's though. why you have to, if you're listening to this, you have to watch the audio version, go to our YouTube and also watch it there. Leave, leave a like, comment, subscribe. Um, because that's what the, that's the only way you can you can enjoy internet review to its fullest. That's fair. Is, that's fair. is on YouTube. But that's a funny song though, just in general. It is true. Let, download it and um and just listen to it multiple times. Watch yeah, it on YouTube that. and listen to it in the shower, like LTC. Um <laughs> This one is a good one. Oh, so delicious. All the wasted years. <laughs> I gotta have more. I gotta have more. <laughs> but wait. After that performance, he'd never let me live it down. I gotta sneak one. Just one. Then I'm off the stuff for good. So for so again, the preface for the people listening, it's that audio, but it's it's Tom Br- like the guy is dressed up as Tom Brady uh, eating ice cream. So that's supposed to be Tom Brady eating ice cream. Shout out to my boy Miles Garrett, who now works in Atlanta, that is obsessed with making these just absolutely <laughs> absurd or random TikToks. But I think he hit the nail on the head. Yeah. Um. For I just got to acknowledge LTC got soap in your eyes. How are you seeing our beautiful faces if you're watching in the shower? It's actually probably better if you blind yourself when you watch when you listen to this show. Honestly, if you just blind like your just when Shane's just your left eye, so you can only see me. Yeah, I think it's probably good. Did you just see the light skin face? No, I, I, I mean maybe 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 inadvertently you did. That's it's now become like it's subconscious. It's habit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! But but back to the video. What do you think? Like, if you were Tom Brady, what's like the first? unhealthy thing that you're going for after not having anything unhealthy for the last I'm going I'm going years, basically because it's been so long I'm going Big Mac Ooh. I'm going straight to McDonald's I am getting a big beefy juicy Big Mac with the sauce and all of it man. Big Mac is a great choice I might go like <sighs> I don't know McDonald's is probably like probably the right one uh, because it's been so long you figure since he's had McDonald's yeah yeah, I mean, ice cream is also a great. Ice I would go to. I would find the closest carnival and just get something deep, like a deep, like fried dough or something like that, Ooh. like something deep fried, uh, like deep fried butter or deep fried Twinkie. We should do a show from the state fair. Yes, yes. We didn't even exist the when the last time the state fair was here. I was freezing my ass off in South Bend. I was still in school. Oh man, Cronkite forks up, baby. Just a child. Uh, just a. Ch- I'm. I was gonna say I'm older than you, but it's not true. Uh, I was in grad school, so I, I'm, it's not like I'm 21. But um, <laughs> what do yeah, we got? Cute up next. food is is the way to go. Next we have. <laughs> okay, so this one isn't funny. Nice. Well, it's funny, but it's not funny. Oh, I know what it is. I love that someone slowed it down. Yeah. So in case you don't know what that was, that was Mac Etienne, a redshirt freshman um, from UCLA, that after their soul-crushing loss to that school down south last night, um, even though he did not play in it because he's redshirting, he spit on some U of A fans and then promptly got arrested by U of A University police and cited for assault. So now he has a record because he's a for salty assault? little baby. Yes, for assault with the intention to... Um, provoke to assault get them wet no yeah no it's it's assault to spit on somebody really yeah wow i never knew that yeah so he got cited it was not like an official charge but he does have a court date in the future so um but he would yeah he was cited for assault wow for spitting on the thing so he he took two l's last night two he l's. didn't play but ucla kind of got manhandled for a little bit there how are you going to get that upset when you didn't play in the game <sighs> they gotta be saying some some gnarly shit to you to get you to spit yeah but like my thing is, I was saying this before the show. If you're going to get charged with assault, jump into the crowd and beat somebody's ass. Like, like throw hands. Why are you spitting on somebody? 
Um, yeah, Shane said Shane just landed, so I'm glad he's Seth here losers. safe. And then he um, called us losers, so I'm glad he's not here. Um, but I'm glad he's safe. Perfect, right on and time for the throwing if we, hands. If we missed our dad, miss your dad, you're not my dad. You're not my dad. A little ugly ass. Shane, you left for milk 30 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I don't miss you, Shane. Go back to New Orleans. Just yeah, kidding. you missed it, dude. Just he kidding. Was, he was talking about like excommunicating you from phnx i thought you were gonna say execute um i do not want to. brian kelly he is in favor of execution (laughs) have you seen that no you didn't see that at the start of the season last year they played fsu and there was like at the post-game interview they had asked him um like about the teams like the performance whatever and he's like trying to quote a super old coach oh yes like i'm in favor of execution like and execute all my players or something like that. And everybody was like, like, what the bro, hell, what are you bro? Doing? Brian Kelly is so weird. I love it, though. He's like no, your weird yeah. uncle or grandpa that's way too old yes. to be doing what he's doing. He's, like, weird, but in a way that's not, like, uncomfortable. It's no. just, just like, look at this dude. Yeah. <laughs> he's fun to, like... Like Shane. Look at you. Yeah, Shane, you are Brian Kelly of this show. He said, listen to the Monday pod. Lots of things to address. And then he forgot how to spell in New Orleans. Did you also forget we have a post game show tomorrow? Uh, or yeah, so he's gonna be here tomorrow. Little ugly ass doo doo head, you goof. Um, but yes, um, is that all we kidding. have for internet review? We did miss you, Shane. I believe that or we have one more. No, that is all we have. Beautiful. Well, we've got one more. This oh is my Shane. god! This is Shane last night, by the way. Um, in pure pain. I love it actually. This was him before the game. Now he's doing his light skin face there. Shane doesn't pull it off like I do. Well, there are many reasons why he can't pull off a light skin face. Mainly because he's not light skin, yeah. yeah. He's got a white skin face. Fair. That's, <laughs> that's a valid point. Okay, moving on. Uh, so it was a great day for Arizona State. Um, or not Arizona State, just for Arizona sports in general. The Phoenix Mercury oh, kicked off some. Oh, you were talking about yesterday. I was like, no, no, it was no, 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 no. <laughs> I misspoke. It's Friday. Uh, Mercury signed Tina Charles. Yes. And the highest scoring player in the WNBA last season. And she's added to a roster that is already insane. Yo, she's going a little crazy. They win, right? They have, it, it's, this is, they, they are, have gone full Brooklyn Nets, like championship this year or bust. Like, obviously, barring incredible inj- injuries. But, like, look at that roster. They have a 2018 third overall pick slash. 2019 all-star who's probably going to be coming off the bench in diamond to shields that they just took from the defending WNBA champions. She's got to come off um, the bench. Now they have the number one scorer from last year. They have the literal goat um, yeah, in Diana Rossi, arguably the greatest setter of all time in Brittany Griner. Um, and that's not even mentioning Skylar Diggins Smith. <laughs> like I literally like you name four players and it's still like, and they still have who, one of the best players. In the Skylar Diggins Smith can have my entire heart. Yes. Yeah. You're Arizona right. sports crush of the year. Skylar Diggins Smith. Just saying, but very valid with free agency kicking off in the WNBA. That brings me to a lovely, our final question of the day is you are a giant Buffalo Bills fan. That is true. If the Bills could sign anybody that is going to be a a free agent this season, who would it be and why? All right. There's a few options here. I mean, I've just always been OBJ fan. So him, but I feel like in terms of what he would do for the offense, it would be a little too similar to Stephon Diggs. I feel like receiving-wise, um, I know this is also probably everybody on the face of the planet's answer, but Devontae, like, just having someone that can go up and get the football would be nice. But I think for a while now, a while now, the Bills' biggest weakness is they haven't had somebody to just get after the quarterback. And I know for, like, the second half of the season, he didn't, he wasn't dominant like he has in the past, but Chandler Jones having somebody that can just put the quarterback on their ass, uh, edge rusher would be would be very nice. So um, I guess I got to go either Devontae or or Chandler Jones. That's Plus fair. Chandler Jones also went to Syracuse. So huh? Didn't know that. Maybe he Go wants to use. join the show, do some journalism with us. Chandler Jones hit my line. You know I'll answer. <laughs> Listen, man, I'm here for I'm a big Chargers fan. So give me Devontae Adams and the Powder Blues opposite of Keenan Allen. That would be that is nasty. Disgusting. Two of the top four route runners in the NFL. Yeah, no, it was valid. And I mean I just oh my Jay Herbo. My God, give it to me. Herbo's breaking all sorts of records when Devontae Adams signs as a charger. That offense would be electric and then when when aaron Rodgers or russell uh, russell westbrook russell wilson ends up um with the broncos 
just the m- most terrifying division of all time. I mean, it would have to be, right? You've got Aaron Rodgers with that Denver defense. You've got Herbert, who's throwing to Devontae Adams, Keenan Allen, and he's got Eckler at the backfield. You've obviously got Kansas City that's still dominant with Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, and Mahomes, and Andy Reid. And then you've got the Raiders, who are a question mark, but they've they've got Josh McDaniels now. Uh, they've got a lot of cap space. Yeah, it would be it would be incredible. Like, and this is no disrespect to either of them, although I am fully willing to disrespect Derek Carr. But it's um, it's amazing that in that scenario, Justin Herbert and Derek Carr would be the third and fourth best quarterbacks in their division. Yeah, like that's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. it like <laughs> I have, I, and it's the AFC. God damn it! Why can't it be the NFC? <laughs> it's not happening, man. It's not happening. <laughs> Realign, send that just swap the AFC and NFC West, and I'd be fine with that. I'm here for it. That division owns the AFC, yeah. Just, just well, I mean, and the North and and Josh Allen and And Josh Allen. Hey, clearly, we've had a lot of fun. It was, it was definitely a Friday fun day. It was Uh, our last show without Shane, who's going to rejoin us tomorrow for the UCLA ASU post game show, which should be a good one again. I'm going to say it like I said yesterday. From this point on, all of ASU's games for me are L's until proven otherwise. It's um, hard to believe otherwise, yeah. Join us because we'll have fun tomorrow too. We'll we'll make fun of some people. We'll get to hear all about Shane's stories in Louisiana and Alabama because it sounds like yesterday he sent a a, a, a cryptic text of just, <laughs> I did something irreversible and just totally didn't answer what that was. So if you want to know, like we do, what Shane did that was completely irreversible, tune in tomorrow yeah, for the post game live show. react with us. Oh yeah! But in the meantime, don't forget to follow us on social at phnx underscore sun devils. You can follow me on social at anthony underscore toe and you can follow follow you can follow follow you can, you can follow, follow Mister Lasky and over here. <laughs> you can follow me down over the Twitter sphere at at sean underscore depause. We'll catch y'all tomorrow. Peace.